Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Rand. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Just before we start, uh, just a quick big thanks, all as always, to the Patreon family. We got some new people in there and absolutely loving it. Can't thank you all enough. You've made uh, a lot of things happen, including this voyage. Uh, by no, no uh, stretch of the imagination would I be able to do this if... Uh, didn't have that sort of support, so really appreciate it. And everybody that listens and all that sort of stuff, if you want to support the show, head on over to Patreon. The link is in the description, and uh, you can become one of the members and uh, know that you're helping me to stay safe at sea. Ha, how's that? Uh, other than that, we do have shirts and stuff available. I was able to actually lay eyes on it, and I think it's pretty cool. So link in the description for that as well. And finally... Uh, I think I have come up with a tra way to track this voyage using a web page called MapShare. I'm going to put the link in the description. If uh, it works and you're able to sort of see it, just hit me up. Uh, either the Patreon supporters through Patreon or, um, you know, you can always go to sailingintooblivion.com, click on the podcast button and go to contact the show. And I'm hoping that that will allow me to just update the MapShare. I can not worry about Twitter or any of that social media stuff, and uh, we can go from there. But still in the testing phases with that, so I'm going to put a test position report up this morning, and uh, it will be live on there. So hopefully it'll show me right here in Rockland and uh, give me uh, give or give anybody who visits the site a little update, and it'll give you that test message. So. Without further ado, here comes the show. Good morning. Prepare yourself for a bit of a rambler. <laughs> it is just before the 6 a.m. hour. Oh, geez. Here at uh, Rockland Harbor on the dock. Try and get these levels sorted out. I wasn't sure. Did the last uh, the last podcast I did. I did it with that new microphone. I don't know if it sounds any better. I think it might sound worse. I don't know. Uh, but uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of play with this one, I guess. I'm gonna do the this is the old one, and I'll I'll listen to the playback, and and we'll see where we go from there. I hope I didn't buy just like the wrong type of microphone. There's a few, a few different ones. Who knows? Hmm. Oh man. Ugh. Coffee needed. It's a long night. We had our weather come in, and it uh, it wasn't bad. We were spared. Luckily, we were spared up here in Rockland. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, even to right now, offshore, it is. Uh, let's see, what are we looking at? Oh yeah, pretty ugly. Oh man, there's sound of the battery charger going. Ooh, I'm back. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see, I, I like to go when I'm looking at like these sort of stormy things, it's nice to see what the wind gusts are, uh, yeah, the brunt of it is yet to sort of come, but it's gonna, it's really the center of it, or, or the ugly, ugly stuff is pushing off, 
but as it's you know going offshore gusts into the high 40s and even the 50s so it really wasn't that bad i mean that's that's bad that's not fun to be in uh, and especially if you're in the wrong place with some sort of weird counter current or a gulf stream eddy perhaps not uh not fun at all uh, but you know, this thing had the potential to develop, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, for the next few hours, we've got, uh, for the rest of the day until about, uh, till about nine, nine o'clock tonight, then the, the system is pretty much a big blob out there. Uh, and it's a problem for, uh, Nova Scotia and Newfoundland, which, uh, you know, Everybody's got to get a little bit of weather now and again, so. Uh, but then, you know, looking at the forecast, I thought maybe Sunday would be good. That would be tomorrow. Sorry. <clears throat> um, but there's another, it's like a continuation or some sort of front coming off. Uh, and we're going to get Easterlies, which is sort of where I want to go. Um. So it's probably looking like Monday, uh, but it's going to be kind of tricky, at least as far as the forecast goes now, because by Wednesday, another system comes up and uh, this one's more typical. It's it's it sort of uh, pops up just off a of Hatteras, starts to sort of form and uh, stays stays further offshore. Um, and it's definitely nothing, nothing crazy. I mean, it develops pretty good once it gets further out there, but again, just a, a typical little bad patch of weather. Um, and by Thursday, Friday, it's, <coughs> excuse me, well gone. So uh, I think, yeah, the game plan will be to take off Wednesday afternoon, uh, with the wind and with the tide and, uh, and jump out into this big mess we call the North Atlantic. Cause right now, boy, it is messy. And I zoom out, I'm, I'm using windy right now. Um, just because I have the high speed sort of internet or whatever. Uh, yeah, just a big sloppy mess. It's kind of crazy. Just system after system. And I know it's that time of year and such, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be one of those things where I, I'm going to try to get a little bit south, a little more south, a little faster, just to probably get past that Gulf Stream. Because I think the Gulf Stream has quite a bit to do with how these things develop and sort of they come off the coast and then they just sort of grow and grow, um, typically right between the points uh, of... Cape Hatteras and, uh, you know, Cape Cod and then to the east of that. So that's where the Gulf Stream sort of petering out, I guess, but, or at least widening, I should say. Um, but down south, yeah, you know, things are looking drastically calmer down there. Uh, I mean, not so much once you get into the Southern Ocean proper, there's still the lows. But, uh, yeah, some of the competitors are probably dealing with a little bit of ugly weather. But, um, you know, for all intents and purposes there, it's not looking too bad. Uh, if you're trying to skirt skirt about the 40-degree 40, 40 south latitude area, 
which I'm sure many of these racers are. Uh, yeah, it's not looking too bad at all. You, you got the edge of some nice little lows, nothing catastrophic or uh, terrifying by any means. Um, like I said, the North Atlantic looks way worse, way more out of control, especially the North Sea up up in between, you know, uh, Greenland and Iceland and all that. That's where uh, it's just reds and purples and blues. Uh, really, really ugly cyclonic system. Ireland's just getting walloped. Oh, my gosh. This is the... It's like the worldwide weather show. But, you know, again, the Southern Ocean's coming into their summer, so it does make sense. But, so in any event, uh, yeah, that, that sort of seems like that could be the uh, the play Monday afternoon. Hey, hey, hey. Time to hit the bricks. I did some more provisioning uh, the other day, and I am fully topped up on water. Uh, fully topped up on food. Uh, even got a new, a new little American flag, a new little, uh, uh, I don't know what they call that with the prop, an ensign. Yeah, sorry. Got a new ensign. And this one, every single time I get one of these things at the store, they always have a different one. And, uh, really got to research the meaning of these. Uh, I believe this one said it was the American yacht flag. Um, I've had a, just a traditional American flag. And then I had this really strange one last time, which had, uh, vertical stripes, blue and blue and white. And I didn't really understand that, but I don't know. Ooh, I can hear the seagulls, seagulls flopping around out there. Uh, we got the engine running yesterday, which was great. It took a little work. I wanted to replace the secondary fuel filter. So all these diesels typically have your primary filter, which the fuel comes from the tank, goes through that one, and then goes uh, through a second one right on the engine just to really make sure you're getting the pure, pure best fuel <laughs> in your little engine. And... Um, yeah, it just means that you got to bleed the whole system, do all that, and you end up sort of spilling stuff. So then you got to clean out the engine compartment, all that stuff. But uh took a while to get it started, but once it did, it sounded really good. <clears throat> and so I took it off the dock and went and did a little bit of a circle around. I had to turn the boat around so that it was uh, the bow was sort of facing into the into the wind and into the well, just wind because we're super protected in here uh, from southerly winds. But it was kind of nice, you know. It's always good to get get out there and uh, test things out and everything, and let it run for a little while and and all that. I have to just sort of keep an eye on it, but uh, it seems like it's seems like it should be okay. And I don't really use that engine all that much out there. But you know, when you when you finish up the trip, it's always uh, sort of your mainstay because it's how you get back into Back into the dock or up the river or wherever the heck you're going to plant the boat for a little while. All right, so now I've switched over to Z-Grib version 8.0.1. Wow, that's a lot of versions. Uh, and on this one, again, it should be, this is the thing. There's typically two different models, weather models that people look at. And or that people are given. And that would be the American model and the European model. And... 
I think the European model still utilizes, you know, we're the U.S. satellites are, are providing all the information and giving it out there, the NOAA stuff. And I think the European model is still based off of that, but then I don't know if they have, well, Europeans looking at it and uh, <laughs> and then giving us what their thoughts are. Um, I think the U.S. one is just just a computer model, but I, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, I do know though, if, if you're looking for a bit more human touch in your weather synopsis, especially if you're going offshore, there's quite a few people that do that as a job, as a career, meteorologists, uh, very experienced sailors, um, all that sort of stuff. So essentially what they'll do is they'll be able to email you you know, every day or every other day, however much you want it, um, how much you pay for it, I guess, and tell you what, what their thoughts are on what the weather you're going to see. And then typically they'll try and do a little routing for you. A lot of the, the like predict wind and all that stuff, they, they offer weather routing as well, which, uh, I think could be cool. You know, I mean, uh, I would, I, I, it's not my style at all. Like I, I'm, no computers telling me nothing <laughs> about where I'm going. Uh, I, you know, I like to, I like to do it. It's kind of fun to try and predict, um, you know, what and where. And and on Zgrib, the thing I like about that, and I know you can do it on Windy, but on Zgrib, I've I've just gotten so used to it. And it's so easy. Uh, you can very easily plot out. And not even have to plot it out, but just with your cursor, you can click, hold, and draw out, you know, 300 miles. So very quickly, and then I'm seeing that box, and then, yeah, I can do two and a half days, and I know that's about where I'll be, depending on the weather. I don't know. It's uh, it's just like any of them. You get used to a one certain program, and now all of a sudden it's... uh. It just, that's the one that's easy. All the others are really hard and I hate them. Uh, at least that's in my experience. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm going to go for the entire uh, eastern seaboard. Almost out to the Azores. Downloaded. All right, so we are looking at this storm coming off. And they're showing, yeah, wind gusts 53. Um, pretty much steady at about 37, 40. And that's, that's essentially just about where, well, just about where I would have been uh, had I left. Well, you know what? Who? No, I'm not playing the what if game of like, well, what if I would have left a week ago? Well, let's see. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's play one, one round. Uh, I would have been really trying to get as far down there as possible. So if I would have left, uh, it would have been six days ago. Probably done. Yeah. Ah, I, you know what? Gosh darn it. I probably could have beat it. <laughs> but again, uh, I had no idea how big it was going to be, how ugly it was going to be, if it was going to develop more. So what direction it was going to go, if it was even going to come around at all. A lot of variables in there. A lot of variables in there. I am, well, let's just say this in all seriousness. I am very glad that I took the time to to wait because there is no hurry. Um, 
you know, safety is safety is paramount. And if you got a bad feeling about something and you sort of are thinking like, mm, let's just hold fast for a hot second. Well, you know what? Then nothing wrong with that. It's actually a really good thing to do. Um, nobody's going to be like, oh, you chicken. I mean, I get that from my buddies up here, but, you know, whatever, Murph. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, no. uh no, no shame in uh, holding up and waiting for another weather window. It's actually a really smart thing to do. So, let's see. Yeah, we've got this little easterly uh, Sunday and then the next little system. But this one's showing, yeah, uh, 25 knots sustained coming out of the northwest, which isn't too bad. Um, and that sort of eases off a little bit tomorrow. Or sorry, Monday. So that's that's the day I'm looking to go. And at least we get some good wind. Yeah, it's going to be in the high teens and 20s for the first 24 hours. Then we get a bit of a calm. Almost no wind at all. And then we get easterlies. Ugh. Oh, man, and that's like a whole nother low. Jeez. But it's a tiny one. I mean, on the, yeah, we're just talking tw high 20s, 30s. <clears throat> but where will I be at that point? Oh, do -do -do. I'd still be pretty much in the Gulf of Maine. Ugh. Oh, uh, that's Thursday, and then, yeah, by Thursday, luckily, that one's pretty short-lived, uh, and it's really not even the, the whole system, it's just this little corner of it. <sighs> Boy, that's going to be cold, though, I'll tell you that much. Uh, dun -dun -dun. Thursday, and then we get some good solid breeze for one, two days. Uh, into Sunday, good breeze, good breeze, good breeze. All right, that ah, okay. So, you know, and part of me looks at that and it's like, well, just wait a couple more days. <laughs> but <clears throat> problem is, these systems are just going to keep forming and forming. And uh, what I sort of usually pause for and uh, postpone for are things that could turn out to be really ugly and not minor inconveniences of uh you know like that that thing on as it comes out wednesday into thursday you know i can hove two for 12 hours and then the wind's coming out of the north again and then just start ripping um and the thing is once i'm out that far uh, and sort of into that and getting into it, um, you know, each day I'm gaining more and more mileage. Uh, that's obvious, but it's it's one of those things. When the next one comes out, I'm already that much further out. And when I do get a good steady breeze, that I'm going to use that and, and get down to that Gulf Stream and get to that warmer, lovely weather. Uh, hopefully I'll probably end up crossing the Gulf Stream and passing it. Uh, I do want to take a look at that. Uh, Windy has been a fantastic site for looking at the Gulf Stream. They're 
just go to the sidebar to more layers and uh, scroll down until you see currents and you will get a, a mind blowing. If you've never seen the Gulf Stream, I highly recommend it because it's it's more water moving in, you know, like a like a river or whatever. Uh, or more water moves in the Gulf Stream than all the rivers combined on our planet is what I've been led to believe and uh, i believe it because it's gigantic i mean when you look at it any of these other rivers on the united states are like a hair thick this thing is a monster and i can see why it's some of this weather's producing it's very very hot and very very uh large from cape hatteras all the way north uh for quite a while so yeah obviously it's pushing stuff up uh, but once you get sort of in line with the Chesapeake Bay, so take the Chesapeake Bay and Cape Cod, and uh, those are your up and down, and then go east. That's where the Gulf Stream sort of widens up. You've got eddies, whirlpool-looking things. I mean, you know, on a huge scale. Um, and then it starts to squiggle up and down. <clears throat> so ideally... Boy, and that's close up here to the Gulf of Maine. Jeez. Normally, you don't get these. Wow, that is... Uh... Okay, that, I guess that makes sense. Oh, well, it would have stretched it way up. You know, you get these these storms. I've seen it where it almost appears that the Gulf Stream has been, like, temporarily reversed by a really strong nor'easter that... You know, just keeps pumping and pumping and blowing and blowing and makes it well past Hatteras. So, hmm, very interesting, very interesting. So, uh, I don't know. With that one, I, I, it'll be interesting to see if I can through some of this other this new files and and new grib grib file reader Lucky Grib or Luck Grib. Uh, I should be able to maybe I'll be able to get sea surface temperature. And that'll essentially tell me what what the heck's going on with uh, with the Gulf Stream. <clears throat> yeah, looking at the waves out there too, it's just ugly. Well, not ugly. Ten footers, two footers. We got out here by these big storms. Uh, not too bad actually. Interesting. So that's yeah, that's kind of the weather. The weather update, but uh, we're aiming at Monday, oh, probably late Monday, actually, and uh, sorry, illegal, illegal use of yawn. Oh, man, it was kind of, it wasn't a long night, but, uh, you know, since I'm on this dock and I don't want to break the dock, not that, you know, we, we only have pieces of the dock, like just a few up here and uh sort of one of those things where when the weather gets foul you just don't want to be on the dock um <clears throat> luckily it was so protected that barely even felt it but i sort of was a little bit nervous um as the gusts and everything started howling away shortly after midnight and uh yeah you know just don't want to don't want to be the cause of of any anything, but uh, like I said, definitely really really protected and stuff. And yeah, now it's now it's just kind of raining, but listening to the wind howl through the rigging and stuff, um, 
you know, sometimes it can be a nice sound and a welcome sound. And other times it can be a little daunting and, and all that. I'm, I think it's better when you have the sound of the waves, you know, pushing past the hull and stuff. Um, that rhythmic noise is, is quite lovely. And, uh, that helps me to, to sort of fall asleep because I think that's what my brain tries to pay attention to more than the sound of the wind. Uh, because, the rhythm of those waves, when that changes, that is typically uh, what wakes me up and says, hey, something's going on. But, uh, yeah, so kind of a long night, but I did make some strides. Um, I was talking to my mom, and we were chatting away, and we're talking about this whole sharing uh of the adventure you know with more people and and whoever wants to sort of follow it and you know we kind of talked a little bit about how it's it's not great to be relegated to you know like just a social media platform for people to be able to you know uh they have to if they don't use twitter then they've got to get twitter or have a friend who has twitter to be able to see my updates and then it dawned on me that Garmin Explore. So I use the Garmin InReach, and I have for years, and it's it's worked very well. Um, you know, a couple of kinks here and there, but pretty much it has worked very well, and it's been reliable and a great way to communicate all around the entire planet. So that being said, they always had this little section on their site, which I sort of pushed right past, and it's called Map Share, and I kind of remember investigating it a little bit, but thinking more along the lines of, oh, that's kind of cool. Like I can look back on my, on my, um, you know, my voyages and things like that. And essentially, um, everybody can look back on those voyages. Uh, it's, it's open to the public. You can, I've, I've had it set for years to show basically all these different voyages and all the tracking points and all that sort of stuff. And it, when I opened it up and I haven't looked at this thing in forever, when I opened it up, it, uh, wow. Uh, a lot of sailing, a lot of sailing over the last couple of years. The, the, the Atlantic especially is just a bunch of different uh, crazy points and lines, but then you get the the big trip around the world, and and that's kind of cool. So, <clears throat> essentially, I'm starting to look at this thing, and I'm trying to figure out. Okay, well, it says I can put messages there, and again, uh, quick note: I am absolutely inept, inept at setting up and getting these sort of systems with computers ready. I'm moderately bad when it comes to using them once I have them set up. But the initial setup, I'm, I'm, I'm like a lost cause. It's, uh, it's terrible. And I get frustrated really fast. Uh, and I, I tend to, to give up earlier than I should. Uh, but it's just, you know, that's my Achilles heel. That's, that's the, that's my, uh, hill that I will die on, I suppose. Um, but in any event, so looking at this and I'm finally, and I'm, I'm tweaking with it and I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that I can actually go and, and send messages 
sort of daily updates to this map share page, which essentially, you know, you, you, you'd click on a link and much like the predict wind stuff, you click on a link and there's a map of the world or whatever. And there's my most current position. And there's a little blurb about my state of mind at that, at that moment. But it's telling me that I need to sync this contact with my ISO, uh, my operating system or whatever it is uh, with the phone. I'm trying to do that. And I'm on the verge, on the verge of just shutting it all down and being like, nah, can't do it. It's too late. And then uh, miraculously, I, I go and, and press a couple little buttons and then, poof, I've got it. And so I go and I test it. And I go to this map share link and there's the map and there's my position. And it says right in the little message box that there's one message and it's the one that I sent. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. I'm going to, I'm going to test it out with, uh, with my family, I guess, or some of my friends and see, because if I can just put out a link to some sort of private-ish, non-social media web page that shows where I am and gives a daily update, there's not a whole lot more that I was hoping for. And uh, I think that will be absolutely phenomenal. Um, You know, I kind of feel bad because I I almost feel like some of the been been gaining more and more followers on Twitter, but I don't I don't really utilize Twitter the way it's supposed to be used uh, as sort of a, a battleground or or whatever. Um, I just don't have a lot of time in my life for the social media stuff outside of sort of creating content, I suppose. But um, you know, if if I can lessen it, more the merrier. Uh, you know, I remember a long time ago couple years at least cutting Facebook out of the equation and then cutting Instagram out of the equation because I was just getting to a point where I was like man I how many of these photos do I need to post out I I just felt I felt this uh uh I don't know I just I I felt like this is just crazy I I I don't want to be spending my time doing this uh, and, and it obviously always captures you a little bit. TikTok was very dangerous, uh, when I first started that out, cause you say to yourself, well, I'm just going to go see whatever uh, other people are doing. Luckily, TikTok is such a train wreck that when you, uh, spend just a few minutes on it, you, you're, you're, your hope that humanity has any sort of future is gone. And then you shut it down and you go like read a book or something. Uh, so uh, I've, I've always considered, I, I'm just trying to put some stuff out there so people can see and experience a little bit about, you know, what I've experienced in the world in the hopes that maybe, and this is genuine and maybe cliche, maybe just, uh, oh yeah, drum, whatever. Ideally, it's just so that, you know, maybe it'll inspire some people to be like, hey, you know, that looks pretty cool. Because, you know, when I think when I think about my time back in the British Virgin Islands and I'm working at this beautiful resort, one of the greatest places in the world for sailors, uh, the Bitter Egg Yacht Club. And I'm watching every year, year after year, people sail in to the North Sound on their boats and and have some fun and then sail off into the sunset. And. 
at first I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, how are they doing this? And then I was eventually like, that's what I want to do. And then inevitably it was, that's what I'm going to do. And here's my plan. And so I was inspired. Luckily, it was a little more in, in sort of real life, but I've, I've been inspired by, by plenty of things on social media and stuff. Um, I do, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, devourer of those, those motivational sort of speeches and things like that. And sometimes they're hokey or whatever, but you get a good, uh, little motivator. Uh, I, I remember, um, long ago, like 25 years ago, listening to some of the, the Tony Robbins stuff back when he was just becoming very popular. And, uh, one of the things that he said that always stuck with me was that when he was trying to figure out what he was going to do and how he was going to do it, he would go to these seminars, the sort of self-help things and, and, you know, all that. And he said he would go to them all the time. Whenever, whenever they were in the area, he would go. And the reason he went to so many was that if he could just pick up one cool thing, one thing that either motivated him or taught him something or anything like that, then it was worth it. And so that's what I kind of think, you know, if I'm peeling through and there's some, some inspirational speech by, I don't know, uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, uh, name them, any of these celebrities, any well-known people. Um, I don't know. It's a, you know, I I'll click on it. And if it's, if it's ringing the bell a little bit, Hey, then awesome. Um, you know, sometimes you listen to those and you're like, Oh, Jesus, what a moron. <laughs> and other times you're thinking to yourself, Oh, you know what? Actually, let's go, let's go for a jog. Let's, uh, Let's go buy a salad, you know, things like that. And if that, you know, it, it's whatever floats your boat, whatever gets you moving uh, in the right direction, because we all know when we're doing the right stuff. We all know when we're being lazy. We all know when we're doing the wrong stuff. So it's not uh, it's just a matter of making the right choice, I suppose. But in any event, I've I've off into the ramble weeds there. So uh, long story short, if I can figure this whole thing out, then um I'll probably end up just shutting down the Twitter account um, because I, I just, you know, I don't need it in my life, really. It's not uh, not super helpful thing. And for anybody that, that might have uh, downloaded Twitter and uh, put it on their phone or whatever, I do appreciate that. I know a lot of people, when they, they'd be like, how can we follow your trip, you know, up here in the yard? And I'm like, well, unfortunately, the only way is Twitter and you just see a the face cringe and <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but I, it's either that or not share. And then they would be like, all right, well, we'll see. I, I don't know, but it is pretty cool. If, if this does work, then, uh, the daily updates will go right to the map share. I'll put the link of this thing in the description of this podcast. I'll, I'll put it on my last YouTube video and I'll probably do it on, on the old, uh, TikTok, which I don't, I don't really, I haven't posted much on TikTok in, in a while. Um, just cause I was sort of focusing more on, on, uh, YouTube and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, you're trying, trying new stuff. I don't know. It's, it's a mad, mad mess. And I, I am, I am definitely looking forward to taking a break and a big long breather from all the screens and all the updates and, all that sort of stuff. Uh, well, not the updates really, but um, just just all the technology that's supposed to be connecting everybody that somehow um, can become a bit of a 
uh, a barrier when people are around each other in real life. Uh, I don't want to go on a tirade on this, uh, so I won't, but yeah, it is uh, pretty amazing to see a group of humans that are friends sitting around a table all staring at phones. That's just, I don't know, to the core of my existence, that just seems like a gigantic waste of uh, a good time. But hey, you know what? Also to each their own. In any event, yeah, I mean, the life the life I've been leading right now has just been weather. Like, check the weather, what's the weather doing, what's next week, uh, and then trying to work. And it's been, it's been phenomenal. Uh, getting the extra paychecks, selling a few books. Uh, it's, been, it's been just great to, to be able to uh, boost things up. Because one of the things that I, I kind of always fear, and I've done it the last couple of times, is, you know, you leave shore... Uh, for the big bad ocean for a long time uh, with like 40 bucks in your bank account. And uh, that's kind of scary because, you know, those those hidden subscriptions to things that you forget about and little costs and things like that. Um, you know, it's kind of a nightmare scenario. You get you get a month out and uh, some some bill comes through and now your bank account is overdrafted, but they can't get a hold of you because you're out in the middle of the ocean and uh you know, all hell breaks loose. Who knows? So, you know, trying to have a little bit of a buffer against that is always a good thing. And uh, also knowing that, you know, if you have to pull in somewhere, you're not you're not going to be begging for quarters, uh, you know, on the street trying to trying to get whatever you need to get or, or you can afford like a dock space for a night and then figure things out. I don't know. It's crazy. So that's kind of nice. And it's been a, a big boon. And and just to be able to really have some time to tinker with all these things on the boat and get everything super situated. Uh, yesterday morning, I spent the whole morning and I've already done it once, but I pulled everything out of the bow. I was kind of looking at the water line and we were just a bit bow heavy, uh, mostly because we have so much water on board, I think. Uh, but you know, I had quite a bit of heavy stuff up forward and I wanted to shift it aft. So Literally everything came out, and then I slowly started putting things back in here, there, everywhere, and trying to move some of the heavier stuff aft to balance everything out. And uh, and now she seems to be floating a little more level, a little more on the keel, so to speak, which is nice. And uh, yeah, just little things like that sort of build the old confidence up a little more um, throughout all this rain because it was dumping pretty darn hard. I haven't spotted any leaky sections, any portholes that are leaking, anything like that, which is nice. Uh, I got to address a few other little little odds and ends. Definitely getting into that old engine room was uh, pretty fantastic. And so, yeah, I mean, there really is, uh, there is an advantage to having a bit of that time and uh, to be able, because essentially what I did was work almost part-time, except for a day or two uh, in the yard. And that just gave me you know, basically getting off and still having a bit of energy to 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 boost through some some projects, which, you know, I like to always try my best in my brain, no matter what I'm doing, unless I'm varnishing that cap rail, because I've done it so many times. I just literally cannot, I cannot uh, find joy in doing that anymore. Uh, but everything else, you know, I just try to remember, you know what? All I'm doing now is I'm having fun messing with the boat. 
and working on boats and toying with boats. There's there's just nothing more more fun than that. And uh, you keep that mindset. And and also I always remember. Well, I could have had to work ten hours, a manual labor job, and then go and try and do all this stuff. And that would not be very fun. So a lot of times I think it's all. I think your attitude can sort of uh, be manipulated when you add a little perspective or say what ifs. I mean, in the yard, you know, we, the other day it was pretty brittle cold in the morning and the instinct is to be like, oh, this is miserable. It's so cold. But, you know, we looked at each other and we're sort of like, hey, you know what? Could be snowing. It's like, yeah, we are kind of lucky, aren't we? All right, sweet. Let's get on with it. And uh, I don't know. I, I think I think little tips and tricks like that are, are sort of a, a good thing. And, and the more you practice them, the, the better you get at, at tweaking your, your attitude and, and all that. And I know I know when I'm offshore, I definitely have to do that uh, just because sort of your mental state is I don't want to say it's raw, but it's it's just um you know, there's no getting away from it. I was listening to one of Matt Rutherford's, Rutherford's podcasts the other day uh, while I've been doing all this work. And it's nice to sort of catch up. I've got a bunch of them downloaded, but I love listening to his stuff out at sea. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, it's Single-Handed Sailing uh, Podcast. It's great. And he was talking about sort of the emotional roller coaster uh, that you go through. And I know I've talked about that a lot as well, but... Yeah, when you're out there, his point was that there's no running from it out there. You know, when you're on land, you you maybe have all these distractions and stuff. Um, but out at sea, you don't. And so you sort of have to face everything, especially when you're alone. Now, I would I would sort of add to it because I, you know, God, I he and I really need to sit down and do a pod. But uh, like a long one, really long form one. But I would I would think that. Um, it's a little more therapeutic when you're out at sea, kind of because because there's no opportunity for you to sort of suppress, you know, emotions and things like that, because it all just sort of wells out of you. And without all the crazy distractions of the world, you know, on land, um, that also, I think, lessens the amount of buildup to something really catastrophic, uh, going on emotionally. So out at sea, you know, you might have 10,000 emotional roller coasters over a month, uh, but on land and you're sort of dealing with them all one at a time, but then on land, all of a sudden you're, uh, you'll be able to sort of suppress, 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 push it away. Don't think about it. Don't deal with it. And then it gets to a volcanic eruption point. Um, and, and that's, Never good, never a good thing. So I, you know, I don't know. I think uh, it was really nice to sort of hear some of his thoughts on, on sort of the mind state and depression and the ultimate highs and almost the bipolar sort of uh, emotional state. I know that I get in out at sea. Uh, it just seems like it's all dictated by the weather, and then the weather becomes the enemy, and you're sort of like, why are you cursing me? that you remember that doesn't even know you're there i don't know it's it's pretty fun i'm looking forward to it i'm i am i am so looking forward to the first couple the first night where it's like warmish and the stars are out and the weather isn't bad and 
Oh, it's going to be great. And I'm going to try my best this time to abstain. So normally, normally I go out there, right? And I try to just not let any of the good tasty food, the normal stuff, the the wraps and the meats and the, you know, things like that. I'm sort of like, well, you know, to be safe, I might as well eat this stuff, you know, every day so that it doesn't go bad in case my fridge breaks or something like that. I come up with a million excuses, right? And uh, and so I, I rarely ever get that. Uh, I, I, I'm taking away the the gap of like, okay, you know, um, I'm going to wait about a week and then I'm going to crack into some of that. And it's going to taste a thousand times better sort of thing. And and typically I'm eating sort of like a pig uh, or a teenager or whatever uh, when I'm on land. I, should, I guess I shouldn't chastise teenagers. I'm eating like an 80s teenager. Ha, huh, I can do that because that's what I was. Uh, and... And I do that just because I'm like, well, I'm not going to get a pizza for a while. Better order another one tonight. Murph and I had uh, pizza last night, and it was delicious. Uh, stuffed crust. It was uh, a disgusting concoction of cheese, dough, sauce, and meats. And uh, I loved every second of it. But those are going to be gone. So this time, my point, <laughs> I'm going to head out there. And I've already just packed this little freezer compartment. Just chock full bacon, ham. That's all that's in there. And it's frozen to a brick. And I just want to keep it there. And uh, hopefully it will stay frozen when I have to dial the refrigerator down a little bit. Um, right now I'm lucky I'm on shore power-ish. And, uh, and so I was able to sort of... I'm able to just run that fridge as hard as possible just to really freeze all that stuff. Um... But what I'm going to try and do is is kind of go on to a bit of a Spartan diet for the first until first week or so until I get to that beautiful evening where the seas have eased and the winds are good and it's warm. And then I'm going to cook my first sort of like big, tasty, delicious meal. Um, you know, I always had this idea that that I would be able to last with some of this fresh stuff uh, all the way down to get to the doldrums area and then I could just do this like big pig out sort of thing <laughs> but the doldrums are typically about a month away and uh, and I never really make it down there one of the things is just keeping the batteries because it you know um, it takes a little while to get to a point where uh, the sun is blazing every day and all that sort of stuff and so I think, though, this time uh, with the engine sort of running better and all that sort of stuff, I'll probably just do, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, engine charge and all that sort of stuff um, more often until I get uh, into a, a sunnier state of the world. And just just primarily to try and keep this food frozen and, and good for it. So I don't know. That's the game plan. I don't know if it'll work. I often have these very lofty goals and they fall and crumble the minute you get offshore because your whole life is about to change. Uh, it's 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 a whole new world out there. And it's been a while. It's been a year since I was on a, a long offshore trip. The trip up from South Carolina up to here with the pit stop in Ocean City. Eh, 
didn't really count. Um, I mean, technically, I guess it's offshore, but uh, I never really felt like I was. I I reached that point where you start to uh, really get into the offshore mode, and your brain is able to shut down. And plus, you know, I'm headed up here to go to work, and there's that excitement and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. It is one of those things. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to get back out there. It's just uh, it's it's uh. As the days get closer, it's so cool. So I don't know. For the rest of the day today, uh, essentially button up a few things, do a big cleaning, and uh, that's very welcome. Uh, that's just impossible to keep a boat clean in the boatyard. It's just always sort of a, a dirty sort of place, and uh, you know you accept it. But while I have electricity and things like that, I can run the little shop vac and. Try and get into every little nook and cranny. Maybe, maybe even tackle like some deep clean spots that I've wanted to get uh, for a long time. So that's going to be my day. Probably clean the engine room, all that sort of stuff. Change the oil. Uh, Can't. That's one stupid fault on my part. I cannot remember, and I did not write it down. I normally always write it down in the logbook uh, whenever I change the oil, and I forgot. To do that, so I basically uh, I figure you know what I'm gonna start fresh. So I I went and uh, got a little bit more oil. I like to have enough to do two oil changes out at sea if needed, which may be a bit excessive. I don't really know. Um, but with the history of of my engine and some of the goof ups that I've allowed to happen for a while, I like to be on the safe side. So you know, keep that stuff going and. Um, yeah, then it's pretty much sit down, sitting down with the list. As soon as I finish this podcast, sitting down with the list, and uh, I'm gonna hopefully finalize everything on there, and then just start tackling things because I've got today, I've got tomorrow, and then Monday it's gonna be pretty much uh, shoot on out of here, and that's the game plan. So I will uh, work on the whole map share thing, try and get that all sorted out. Um, as usual, there will probably be a couple of hiccups, but hopefully yeah, I'll, I'll make sure it's all bulletproof for everybody. And uh, I'll definitely be doing a final podcast, maybe a short one on Sunday uh, or so. And uh, yeah, um, that will have all the information for, for everything once, uh, once it's all finalized. So thanks for everybody for your big time support and uh, all the well wishing and everything like that. I've had a lot of people on the boat for the last uh, couple of days, just checking it out and uh, some bringing gifts, little, little gifts of uh, gifts in bottles, gifts in bags, mostly cookies. Uh, That's always welcome aboard old mighty Sparrow. And uh, yeah, so All right, back to work, and uh, thanks for listening.